Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, sports fans, and welcome. Welcome to the Guru Talking Sports Podcast, episode 131. And today we are having a very, very special occasion where we are actually simulcasting from the East Coast to the West Coast. Um, today I'm on with uh, my my sidekick, my trusted sidekick. He's back in the house. Caden Guru is here. And we also have my cousin Curtis and his grandson, the young GM, are in the house as well. So I want to say thank you for, you know, putting this together, cousin, and I appreciate, you know, going coast to coast with this for the first time ever. So now we got Guru, we got Caden Guru, we got So hey, you know, I appreciate everybody. Thank you. Thank you for letting us uh, do this simulcast podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We look forward to it. Yep. It's definitely a pleasure to be here with you guys and talk some sports. Uh, well, this is the second time I've been on with you guys, and I really enjoyed the first time because, you know, we, we talked a lot of football. And, you know, like I said, you know, you you guys know your football. And I'm very, very glad to have, uh, you know, be associated with good people with that know their football as well. Now, the way I usually do mine is I always always introduce what I'm going to, you know, be bringing to the table. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go ahead and go with the flow. I'm going to start off by talking about Serena Williams. Now, Serena Williams had her final match yesterday. And, you know, it was kind of weird that I got caught. I got caught in traffic up there because uh, I was on the road. But I wanted to tell you guys that um, through all of that, Serena was one of the greatest of all time. Now, you can talk about Martina Navratilova. You can talk about Chris Everett. You can talk about Monica Sellis. You can talk about uh, Billie Jean King, Althea Gibson, all the greats. But Serena Williams was one of the, one of the best. What do you guys think of Serena Williams when you think of, uh, you know, tennis, women's tennis in general? I think of a generational, I think of a, like, a leader in that sort of way. Like, 23 Grand Slams is insane, and that's the most in, like, the open era. And I, I feel like she just revolutionized the sport, not even for just women tennis, for, like, the sport in general, I feel like she just revolu- revolutionized it. Indeed, uh, Cuz, do you? What do you think of her? When you when you think about uh, Serena Williams, you know, since this is uh, the young GM's show, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer that question to him 
and see what he has to say. And then I'll I'll chime in after he gives his answer. Okay. Well, I know that she started playing doubles with her sister, Venus. Venus, sorry, pronounced her name wrong. And then they both went their separate ways, and then Serena began to dominate by herself. And, and you know, because she became such a dominant force in the game, that's all people talked about was how she dominated the game. But as most women, and and I'm not being, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to be chauvinist or sexist here. Mm-hmm. As most women tend to do, she decided that it's time for her to go her separate way. But this not, it didn't just happen. Now, mm-hmm. you know, she started her own fashion line long ago while she was playing, while she was playing tennis, and. Like I said, she started out as a doubles player. Her and her sister Venus um, dominated. They went and started playing singles. Venus kind of fell off, but Serena was always, always the dominant one there. Um, At the same time, maintaining that other business side of her, the, the feminine business side where she had her fashion, and now she wants to settle in and just be the mom. Exactly. I'm sure she's got some other business prowesses, but I, I think that I think that that's a good move for her. I think so too. And you know, it's funny because like when I was uh, living in California, I used to go by Compton College, and I used to see this uh, this guy with these two little young ladies, and. From that time on, I said, man, that's something else. Um, And found out it was Venus and Serena actually being uh, taught by their father, which is really, really remarkable. Okay, what I'm going to do is uh, you guys are talking football. Okay, so what was the conversation that you guys had before we joined? Uh, Russell Wilson contract extension. Okay. Um, yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was how it was how the Seattle Seahawks uh, took a lesser player and gave up one of the perennial uh, perennial quarterbacks in the league, and how his extension is just going to um, possibly further the number of uh, Super Bowls for the Broncos. Honestly, don't mind us. It's Cardinals fan, Seahawks in our division just makes it easier. But the Seahawks are also a rebuilding team. They didn't want to. They were trying to make some cap room. That's why they got rid of Bobby Wagner, and that's why they got rid of <coughs> Russell Wilson. Those are two players that are going to want to get paid. So by bringing in, well, not really rookies, but they're not really veterans either. And Drew Locke and Noah Font. Noah Font can do really good this season. We've seen him produce in Denver. Drew Locke is just a placeholder for when the Seahawks actually go and start looking for a quarterback or a linebacker to fill the position that Bobby Wagner had in that defense and Russell Wilson as the quarterback. Okay, I'll tell you one thing. You guys, young GM knows his stuff, and I I am really, really impressed by, you know, every, every time, like I said, this is the second time I've been on with you guys. I am very impressed by his knowledge of, of uh, the NFL, and 
everything that goes on. Um, now, we have a Philadelphia Eagle fan in the house. Fly, Eagles, fly. You already know. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. As I root for my team more, I feel more delusional. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> you shouldn't feel delusional, though. The Eagles just got rid of J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, and they just got rid of Jalen Rieger. Two wide receivers that they didn't need. Jalen Rieger's on the Vikings for a couple of draft picks. And the Eagles got... Gardner Johnson as a safety and then they traded for someone else. The Eagles have been making some very good trades and moves this offseason to improve their team. The Eagles are more of a contender to win the NFC East now than the Cowboys are. Yeah, I, I agree. I, can, I agree with that because I think that uh, <laughs> Dallas has got worse and um, Philadelphia's got a lot better. And I'm, yeah. I'm you know, I'm really critical as a guru of sports, that's how I became a guru because I was critical of the Philadelphia Eagle fans. And I think that they basically have a shot now. I don't think they have a shot to win the Super Bowl or advance further, but I look at it this way. They have to get past Minnesota. They have to get past the Rams. They got to get past the 49ers. There's a lot of stuff in the, in the uh, NFC, just like there's a lot of stuff in the AFC for you know, teams to get through. I'll say this as an Eagles fan. I So Howie Roseman's trying to make, make the team a better like team by, by through uh free agency. But I've seen this, I've seen it before, like with Nambi and Vince Young and the dream team. And there's still that thought of like, okay, we have a good team now. Now it's time. Now it's expected to win, expected to make the playoffs this year. And if Jalen Hurts underperforms and we might be looking at a new quarterback or like thoughts of reconsidering to get a new quarterback. Trust me, Jalen Hurts will not underperform. I believe in him. Now I got and, that, and that's coming from a Cardinals fan. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say. That he, uh, it does help that he did come from Oklahoma and he has produced a good amount <laughs> in his first two seasons with the Eagles. All right. I got a question for you, young GM. Uh, how do you okay. think Baker Mayfield is going to do? See, see, now this is where I start to get angry because this is where Cleveland did my man Baker dirty. Deshaun Watson is suspended for 11 games. They're going to run with Jacoby Brissett and Joshua Dobbs. Who I didn't even know Joshua Dobbs was still in the league. Jacoby Brissett is not going to do anything. Kareem Hunt wants a trade, and they're not going to give that to him, so he may not play. Jarvis Landry's gone, so now they've got David Njoku at tight end. Austin Hooper's on the tight ends. And then they've got... Donovan Peoples-Jones, Rashard Higgins, and David Njoku, that's all I know. The Panthers are going to win. Baker Mayfield is going to smoke the Browns in week one. They've got Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, and Baker Mayfield. That team is going to win. Stephon Gilmore is on the Colts. That was a bad mistake for the Panthers to let them go. But the Panthers are definitely going to beat the Browns in week one. Oh wow! That's a, I got a, I got a, I got a question. How many sacks do you think that Miles My, Garrett is going to get? Um, <laughs> well, their offensive line. I'm not sure what they did with it. I'd say he averages two and a half sacks that game, maybe three. 
because he's still a great, um, one of the best defensive ends in the league. So two and a half, three sacks that game. That's not bad. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a very, very big game for Baker Mayfield. I think that he has to prove that, you know, he was he was supposed he should have been the quarterback in Cleveland instead of the Browns quarterback that they currently have. On my podcast, I don't talk about him. I don't even mention him by name because uh, he's not worthy of being mentioned in my in on my on my um, you know in my in my eyes. But I do um, I do see that uh, the the Panthers have made some strides and made some improvements. And I, I, I really think that they might be a little bit dangerous too. A little bit dangerous. If one team McCaffrey that, can stay healthy. One team that I do want to see um, play two teams actually is the Raiders and the Dolphins. The Dolphins just acquired two of the fastest players in the league in Raheem Moster and Tyree Kill to a, Tyreek Hill is like making it seem like Tua Tungvaluwa is just the new quarterback of the century, saying he's better than Patrick Mahomes and his accuracy and his throwing power. Mm. So that really just puts a burden on Tua's shoulders because now everyone's going to want him to live up to the hype. And then Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones being added to the Raiders. I want to see the whole AFC West division after this shakeup. Khalil Mack to the Chargers. J.C. Jackson also to the Chargers. Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams to the Raiders. The Chiefs got rid of Tyree Kill, got nothing back except for a couple of draft picks. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What did... The Broncos got Russell Wilson, and that's just about it. There were a lot of moves in the AFC West. The Chiefs got Juju Smith-Schuster, but that's like the wide receiver one. And um, they uh, Chiefs also got uh, MVS. Uh, oh, Marquez about this, yeah, yeah, they got, and they plus they got a, a rookie that I've been looking at, and uh, I'm actually uh, looking at him in my fantasy leagues too. Sky Moore, I think Sky Moore is going to be a player. I really like I, him. I think people. I've heard him. I've heard people talking about him, saying he's got the speed to become the like new Tyreek Hill. Obviously, no one's ever going to match Tyreek Hill because of the caliber of superstar he is. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that Speedy Moore, Speedy Sky Moore, is a speedy receiver that could kind of fill the position that Tyreek left in the team. 
you, you know who I want to look at jumping in the year two on the defensive side? I want to look at Patrick Sertan and how he's going to play this year. I felt like he had an amazing rookie season. Uh-huh. I feel like he's going to make a stride in uh, year two. So I'm definitely open to see more from him. Yeah, he definitely lived up to the hype. I want to see the New Orleans Saints team. Jameis Winston leading the way. They picked up Jarvis Landry. If Michael Thomas can stay healthy, that'd be great. You got Alvin Kamara. So you've got that whole entire offense around you. The offensive line is pretty decent too. And then you pick up Tyron Matthew, Honey Badger from the Chiefs for just a free agency deal, not even a trade. Like that Saints team could be another team to look at. Like so many moves that just happened this offseason that changed so many of these teams. But don't forget. You got one player. So one player from Ohio State that I love, and I know he's going to be a big addition to that Saints uh, roster. Chris, Chris Olave. Olave. Yes, Chris Olave. Okay. Definitely. Why am I kind of excited to see him play too? Now I got, I got, I want to tell you guys something. I had a fantasy draft. Last this past Tuesday, and I had the tenth pick because I won the championship back to back in this league. And guess who I picked? I picked Michael Thomas first, and then the second player I picked back to back was Chris Olave because I really think that both of them together are going to have a really good season if Jameis Winston can get them the ball. Definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if J- Jameis Winston is going to be the long term because he did have a good like couple of games before uh, he tore his ACL, obviously, last year. But we'll see. We'll see. Okay, I got a question for you guys. Yes, sir. What do you think about the Steelers quarterback position? Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky? Who I'd- do you think be the starter for week one. I drafted Kenny Pickett, and I think that he will definitely uh, probably get in there a couple weeks into the season. I think they can't, you know, from what I saw in preseason, they basically have to let this kid play. And I know that Tomlin has said that there's going to not be a knee-jerk decision, but Trubisky looked pretty good. He did look pretty good. Yeah. All right, guys. I tell you what, how about we do this? We're going to take a break, and we'll be back on the other side. Um, My question is, do you want me to take the break, lead to break music? Okay. All right, guys, we'll be back right after this. Here's our voice actress lady, and here she is right now. You're listening to the Guru Talking Sports Podcast. And we'll be back with the young GM. Go ahead. Okay. We're just kind of, we're we're at like 20 minutes, almost at 18 and some change. How you guys doing out there? We're good. Yeah, we're good. Glad to be back on with you guys. And, you know, like I said, this has been a really, really good experience. And I'm just happy that we're, you know, back in the saddle. Definitely. Well, since we're talking about college football, we're visiting you on your show. Why don't we talk about your boys in Ohio? How do you like that win over Notre Dame? Oh, man. That was a uh, 
Ooh, they kind of got me scared for a little bit, but um, I'm glad that they did get a chance to pull it out. So, uh, 21 to 10 wasn't a bad win, but you know, I gotta give it to uh, Ohio State, be- or I gotta give it to Notre Dame because uh, Notre Dame did play us pretty tough, and um, they look pretty good, you know. And number five team in the country is nothing to slouch over, you know. Yeah, kind of sad that. We'll see you in the national championship then. Yeah. Katie, Katie Guru, I, I got a question for you. Who is your favorite uh, college team? I like Delaware because uh, we seen them, we seen them uh, last year. They actually lost against Villanova, I'm pretty sure, in that game. So, But definitely, if I, if I would have to, like, pick – like, if I had to pick uh, who would win the national championship, like – this year, I'd probably pick Alabama. That's like the safest choice. I I agree with you there, King Guru. I I think Alabama is going to be another one of those teams that's hard to beat. Um, the GM just kind of flashed back and gave me that side eye because I know he's always looking for Oklahoma to be in the national championships. But you know, truth is, you got to beat the man to beat a man. I mean, last year we almost beat him, but we lost. <laughs> <laughs> that last touchdown is what messed us up. You know what? Alabama just obliterated Utah State 55-0. to zero, So, I mean, I can't really feel bad for Oklahoma. we got to feel bad for Utah State now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a pretty horrible score. But you got to remember, it's Utah State. True. Okay? That's like... That's like Alabama playing maybe, I don't know, um, Moreno Valley High School. Exactly. <laughs> the Buccaneers versus the Jets. The Buccaneers versus the Jets. Yeah. Hey, did you see that, that other score? Uh, Florida up beat Utah. Speaking of Utah and Utah State, Florida beat Utah 29-26. Now, I have – I you know I hate to I hate to say this to you guys but I did bet on I had a ten team parlay that I you know, just lost big time because uh, Ohio State didn't beat um, didn't beat Notre Dame by seventeen and um, I had Utah winning that game and they lost but did you guys see uh, well this other score Rice. Lost to USC 66-14. to 14. You know what? I kind of – I do see that, looking at that right now, and I'm assuming that Caleb Williams may have played that in that game because I'm pretty sure – man, he didn't do too bad. 19 completions out of 22 attempts, 249 yards, two touchdowns, and 11.3 average. I'm excited. I'm sad that Caleb Williams left Oklahoma. I am so excited to see how he does this year on USC, especially with Lincoln Riley, though. 
Yeah, Lincoln Riley, I, that was a big loss for you guys. I, I didn't think that he would do it. Yeah, losing Lincoln Riley just made most of our players hit the transfer portal. And then I guess you could say we're kind of in the state of rebuilding now because a majority of our players left for the transfer portal when Lincoln Riley left. Yeah, and you, but you got to notice where they left to. Yeah. Most of them left to go to SC. Now, we already talked about um, Alabama being the man that you got to beat for the national championship this year, or the, the possibly the, the leading contender. But SC has been there to the big dance before. They have won it a few times. And uh, with all of your Oklahoma players jumping in that portal this year, um, you know, you cannot knock them out of this out of contention. I think we'll manage. So for national championship, my four teams that I have, unfortunately, are Ohio State, Oklahoma, SC, and Alabama. Those are some top tier teams that I think we can see in the national championship, especially Alabama. They're ranked number one. Oh my goodness, Guru! Guru, <laughs> I, I know. I, I don't want to step on you, but did you recognize what he did? Yeah. He Ohio before Oklahoma. Wow. I did. I noticed that. Let's calm down. Let's calm down. There was nothing meant by that. I'm not implying that Ohio is better than Oklahoma. (laughs) Just saying, that was the first team that popped up right here. I did. Yes, Oklahoma, Ohio, SC, and Alabama. All right, Kaden. Kaden, who do you got? Um, I got Alabama. Ohio State, Georgia, and I'm going to go Notre Dame. I'm going to go the exact same as last year. These are my four teams. Well, Ohio State didn't make it last year. Um, Cincinnati was there last year. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, they, those they actually I lost. like Notre Dame. You like Notre Dame? Yeah. Well, Cincinnati did lose today. They lost to Arkansas. <laughs> Thirty-one twenty-four. Um, I was gonna say, uh, sorry, Notre is not a bad choice actually for the top four, especially for them having almost beaten Ohio State. That's a pretty solid choice because just because you lose week one doesn't mean that you're gonna go and lose the rest of the entire season. Yeah, but you know, most of Ohio State. Ah, come on. Oh come on! Nah, you know, and I was I was really sweating this game because you know a seventeen point spread, you know that was kind of you know I sh- I was thinking about taking basically the Notre Dame and the uh, seventeen points. So I was like, man, this is it's going to be like really tough. But see, that's the thing: a top five, a a two C and a five C playing each other. That, you know that's a that's a hard that's a really tough game to start off with. You know, now like uh, Michigan, Michigan played who Colorado State and you know beat them beat the mess out of them. You know, so you know it's it's a lot of lot of good teams, and believe me, there's going to be a lot of different uh, you know scenarios. Uh, my my final four would probably be Ohio State. 
Ooh, it's going to be close. I'm going to have to say uh, Georgia, Alabama, and I hate to say this, but uh, Michigan. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I might, you know, it might be two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams. I thought I thought you didn't even say the word Michigan. You said the, that team up north. Yeah, usually. Yeah, that. yeah, I know, but I, I, you know, I, I gotta look at it this way. They're the defending champions in the Big Ten, and um, you know, I, I, I give them credit. You know, I, I can't really down people. You know, even though that they they're that team from up north, I can't down them. I, I I respect them, you know, and I'm one of the few that do, you know. And, and matter of fact, I do have a good friend that lives down in Florida, which is his name is Robin the three two one. He actually is a Michigan fan, and you know, it's kind of weird to have a Michigan fan that's a friend of yours, right? Even if you're Ohio you State, huh? Say again. I can't hear. You. Get credit where credit is due. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I, you know, I, I like, that's why I respect everybody. I respect everybody and their teams. Well, well, there's a couple of other, there's a couple of other games that um, went on. There's one Scott. Wisconsin, they beat Illinois State 38-0. to There's a lot of blowouts this week. SC, Oklahoma, Georgia, Wisconsin. What's going on? Why are they matching up the higher division teams versus the lower teams? Well, that's how it usually starts where, you know, I guess they, you know, the bigger teams are basically are going to have a, uh, they're going to have like a warm-up game. But then again, it seems like Alabama has a warm-up game every every other week or so if they're not into their SEC schedule. That's one of the things I really don't like about Alabama is that, you know, they'll play a team like Mercer or somebody like uh, Bethune-Cookman, but yet and still, you know, if one of the Big Ten teams did that, they'd be crying, crying bloody murder, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's what the uh, this um, this div- or I want to say divisional, but I think that's what this college playoffs is going to be all about. It's going to eliminate a lot of that because hopefully they will look at the teams that those that those colleges actually played and what their power rankings are 
you know, versus the versus the team that they played. And if they're not if they're not even within the ballpark, I think that they should not get that consideration for that uh, national playoffs, that national champion playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Um, you guys okay with break time and all? You know what? We do have to pay some bills, so um, we'll send it out here with the young GM, and we'll be right back in 30 seconds. You got it. Back to the young GM. The 13-year-old general manager, almost 14 now, been fired by 31 teams, still living the dream. GM, you know we can be found on Anchor as well as Spotify. And if you want to contact us, you can contact us at the young GM on Instagram.com. Jim, you know, as the as the season gets started, we gotta make some predictions. But prior to that, we gotta take a look at who's gonna be playing and who's not. I know a lot of players got injured during the preseason and during the offseason. But let's take a look at some news. Guru, Guru Sports, yes, how are you looking at, uh, looking at some news, some NFL news? Sounds good to me. So the first update for September 3rd, all we have is the Jags cut their linebacker, Ty Summers. But if we do go into news from yesterday, September 2nd, which is probably the most recent we're going to get, the Cardinals signed – a defensive lineman, and they also signed, they signed a defensive lineman, and they signed a safety, Jalen Thompson, to a three-year extension. Do you think that will help the Cardinals at all with these defensive signings? How do you think this goes for the Cardinals? I think it would be a pretty good, really, really good addition because, you know, the Cardinals are always – It's I mean, with, you know, Buda Baker – and all these other guys that they have on there, it should help them out a lot more, definitely. Now, not too much going on here with the Bears. They just signed an offensive lineman, and they cut a defensive lineman. I'm I'm not sure how the Bears' offense looks, so I'm not sure how that's going to affect them, but I feel like an offensive lineman would definitely help if he can plug them in to help Justin Fields because – that pass rush from the opposing teams other than the Lions is going to be horrible. Yeah, but you got to look at it this way. The lineman that they just signed was the lineman that the Las Vegas Raiders just got rid of. And it's kind of funny because it seems like no one wanted him. But the Bears picked him up. So Alex Leatherwood is now the proud owner of the Chicago Bears. wonder where Alex Leatherwood comes from. Why would anybody literally want to pick or buy the Bears? I, You know, it's kind of weird because wasn't he a first-round draft pick? He was. He oh. was a first-round draft pick that they cut, and now he's a player for the Chicago Bears. Actually, John John Gruden reached on that draft pick. That's why he was a projected like third round pick in the twenty twenty one draft. I'm pretty sure, and John Gruden wanted at him, so that's why they got him. 
Oh, that makes sense. Speaking of injuries, like you were saying, this is interesting. The Bengals signed a quarterback, Brandon Allen. Why would they sign a quarterback if they've already got Joe Burrow? Injuries. Well, insurance. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely need some insurance. Why Brandon Allen out of all people? I feel like they could have gotten a better quarterback than that. Well, you know what? With and I, and we're going to continue going through these uh, a little bit of news here. But with all the uh, all the injuries, all the signings, all these teams still have to pare it down to the to their roster. Who's actually going to be on the team this year? So I can pretty much guarantee you between now and next Sunday, there's going to be some more trades, probably a few more injuries, some guys getting cut, some guys getting traded to other teams. This is the NFL. And what does it stand for? Not for long. Not Not for long. long. (laughs) Speaking of injuries, this makes sense. The Bengals' safety was placed on the injured reserve. I believe that means he's out all season. So the Bengals went and signed a replacement safety whose name is also Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is a doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, look, looks like the Cowboys cut their running back because he was injured. Which, kind of that kind of sucks, actually. He was injured. He probably won't be able to play, and now... He's no longer on a football team. But, hey, good for him. He's no longer on the Cowgirls. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh, man. Cowboys are just a mess. You know, I think that the Cowboys are basically – oh, jeez. They – I mean, they were basically right there at the doorstep of winning that division and probably going on. But now uh, – I just don't see them winning. I I don't know. I, I they're at least the sixth or seventh best team in the <laughs> NFC. In the which which the sixth or seventh best team where in the NFC. In the NFC, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, let me ask. Let me ask Kaden Guru this: Since the Cowgirls play in your uh, in your division, <laughs> how do you feel about them? Um, I feel like they're still going to be a good, good team, like, when we verse them, because, you know, it's a division rival, it's, it's rivalry, it's going to be, it's going to be a good game, but I feel like, as, like, in the NFC, I feel like they're not going to be contenders like they were, like, last season. Yeah, they've done, they've done way too much. They got rid of Tyron. No, that was the Saints. They got rid of Amari Cooper, and now he's on the Browns. That was their first mistake. Um, they've done a couple other things that just really hurt them, and the Eagles have done so many things that just benefited them that the Cowboys are the new Eagles and that they are no – they're still kind of a contender because obviously the Commanders and the Giants will not beat out the Cowboys. But – the Cowboys are in a situation that the Eagles were in a couple of years ago where it doesn't seem like they're really going to win the division by hurting themselves, by letting go of these players. And the Eagles are bringing in these new players to help them. So it's kind of like they swapped the roles. Also, uh, Tyron Smith went down with, with uh, the Cowboys. So their line is going to be impacted and we'll see how, we'll see how they perform. 
without him. Yeah, it's definitely going to hurt. One of the best in the league. We got the Broncos signing a cornerback off of the practice squad. I mean, not sure how that helps. Probably more depth at the cornerback position. That safety That entire secondary is already stacked with Justin Simmons, Patrick Sertan, Kareem Jackson, and they've got another corner that I have no clue who they are. The Texans are going to probably win like one game this season. So it doesn't matter what the Texans do. They're not. If the Texans make the playoffs, I don't know what to say. This team literally has no quarterback. They have no running back. They have no wide receivers, linemen, or defense. Their their team was done when Deshaun Watson left and when DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt both got traded to the Cardinals. Philip Lindsay left as well. Once that happened, their team was done. No, you know. No, I was going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was going to say that Philip Lindsay just got cut by the Colts. Oh, man. He cannot believe Wow. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. Cut by the Colts. And, oh, another thing, too. I wanted to mention this. If the Texans are only going to win, I think they might win two games. And the two games that they're going to win is they're going to beat the Jaguars. That's the two games. That's probably the only two games. You I'm really only think they're gonna beat the Jags. I, I yes, I, I, I only put you know what I only see three wins for the Jaguars this year. And I'm a Jaguar fan. I, I three wins. I see three I wins. Think, I think Davis Mills is gonna have a better season than Trevor Lawrence is. I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna pop off. I, I actually think I actually think the Jags this year. The the Jags and the and the Texans, I think they actually switch roles this year, and I I think that the Jags are actually going to have one of those years when remember when Baker Mayfield came into the league and his first year he did okay, but the second year they actually they stomped all over the Steelers. Yeah, I, I think that I think that the Jags are going to have one of those years. They're not going to go anywhere. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But I think they're going to shock some teams. And the Texans are going to get the first round draft pick in the 2023-24 season. And here's the thing. The Jags have actually done something to help um, Trevor Lawrence. They paid a ton of money for Christian Kirk. They picked up Seth Williams, a wide receiver off the practice squad. They signed a safety off the practice squad, and they got rid of Urban Myers because kicking kickers won't win you football games. Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, 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 just that guy. I just – I'm so – I don't know. I, I just – it just really disappointed me to the point of, you know, I just can't believe that he came in there and just ruined that team. And, you know, it set him – I think it set that team back. And that's why I think it's going to take them a long time to try to come around and try to win some games. 
And like I said, I just don't see I, I don't even see three wins on this on this season. And and only looking at hey, they gotta play the Falcons, they gotta play the, the Giants, and if they beat those two and then maybe one maybe a another lucky win over Indianapolis in in Jacksonville. I don't see it. I I just don't see five or six wins. I see three. Maybe. Well, you know what? You you mentioned you mentioned Atlanta Falcons. I always I always got to give San Diego State players their props. And you talk I talked about him last year, Darren Hall. He's a defensive player from uh he's on um the Atlanta Falcons, but he played for San Diego State, and I think that this is probably going to be one of his breakout years also. He had a good year last year. It was good years, especially for defensive players. Once they start really learning the system and they get bigger, stronger, and faster, they become better players. Exactly. But as we talk about San Diego State players, I do want to mention Matt Ariza. Matt Ariza was the kicker from San Diego State who went to the Giants. Was it the Giants? It was the Bills. Oh, he went to the Bills. That's right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He went to the Bills. I don't want to disgrace the, the Bills by saying the Giants. He went to the Bills only, only to be accused later of sexual assault and a gang rape while he was at San Diego State, mm-hmm. and the Bills immediately released him. The NFL doesn't want to have anything to do with that, and the Bills know that for sure. Uh, the thing is that that incident was covered up for like seven months. Like it, it, They said in a document that it was reported on October 18th of 2021. Okay, but now I'm playing devil's advocate here because I wasn't there. I haven't read any of the other documents except the news that I that I got. Who was it covered up by? The university. The university. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, what I did hear was the accuser, the alleged accuser, has said that the university was covering it up. The San Diego Police Department was covering up. And the Buffalo Bills were covering it up. Yes, the Bills were aware of the incident when they, they that Monday that they cut their punter. Because they cut their punter, Matt Hack, and they signed Ariza, and they were aware of what Ariza did when they cut their original punter. Oh. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. I do wanna I, I do wanna say this in regards to the contracts and how players players attitudes and players actions are you know when kids go to college and they're playing on a college team that should be one of the things that they are told right off the bat if you are accused while you are a student here you are done mm-hmm. there shouldn't be any oh let's see how he can make it through school and see if he can make it to the league because I think at that point, I think at that point, then it just becomes a game of can we entrap this guy or can we say that this guy did something to us because he's in the league now? 
I guarantee you had Matt Ariza never made it to the league, never became professional football player, NFL, not for long. Had he not made it to that status, I can almost, I can almost, and I'm not, I'm not the judge. I'm not, I'm not even the alleged accuser. I can almost say that none of this would have come up. Yeah. Well, you know, I do believe there was a money issue involved. Well, you know, I was going to say that, you know, with the uh, Browns quarterback situation, you know, like I said, we don't know. You're right. We don't know none of these guys. None of these guys we don't know at all. But the thing about it is that you know that if you are going to represent a school, a team in the NFL, or anything, you have to be on your best behavior. And you basically have to, you know, learn, you know, you got to be very, very conscious and cognizant of what's going on. You know, you cannot go out there and basically, excuse the expression, act a fool, act a damn fool, and just basically just, you know, disrespect everybody or disrespect things in general. You can't do it. Yeah, that's that's what my coach that's what my coach says. Whenever whenever we wear our uh, our gear out outside of school, we're always representing that school, our my school, we're always representing that logo. And we got it we got keep in mind that there's there's like a brand to us and if we mess around and like put shame on that brand, it's gonna look bad for the school and for the team. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. that's the thing. That's the thing. Well, see, another thing, too, is that, you know, I can say, you know, for, you know, me knowing you as my cousin, Curtis, we know that we always try to teach our children the right thing from wrong and basically the standard of how we should be able to raise decent children and decent members of society. That's what I always instill in Caden and in Dante Guru. I make sure that they know that when you go out here, you're not just representing yourself, but you're representing, you know, your family, you're representing everything. And that, you know, basically go out there and just, you know, act a damn fool, excuse expression again. You know, you cannot do that because, you know, like you said, like Hayden said, you don't want to bring shame to anything, your brand or your family, you know, in general. Yep. You always have to make a good name for yourself and for that higher power that you represent. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as we finish up the... um, Injuries and status reports. Think we should take a break. I think we should take a break. We are right up against it, guys. Um, give us a couple minutes, and we will be right back with the young GM. Let's go pay some bills. All right. Yeah, we're at the eighteen. You're listening mark. to the Guru Talking Sports Podcast. Young GM. GM. We were talking about the uh, injuries. We did some football news. 
Uh, I'm loving this simulcast with the guru uh, talking sports with uh, King Guru and the guru. together talk about everything we've talked about college nfl news and i'm ready to get into these week one predictions and see what you guys think of this season mm. all right well let's start it off with our very first game and let's do a round robin here hey guru first game on the on the uh ticket on the board is the bills and the lambs i mean the rams <laughs> who are you picking uh, I'm taking the Bills. I actually have – I had them last year winning the Super Bowl, and then they have a better team this year, so I'm picking the Bills. Excellent, excellent. How about you, Guru? I definitely got to go with the Bills. I think the Bills are the most complete team in the NFL. But you got to look at it this way. The Rams are still the champions, but I think they get knocked off this year. I'll go with the Bills in week one. GM? For me, I'm honestly going to take the Bills. I was contemplating taking the Rams because Super Bowl champions, this, this, and that. But as a Cardinals fan, I can never support the Rams. And also, Vaughn Miller was just added to that defense of the Buffalo Bills. Definitely have to take the Bills here. And I think it's a clean sweep because I'm going with the Bills also. And as you mentioned, one of the main points is because of Vaughn Miller uh, moving over there. Um uh, on top of the fact that the I don't team. care, I don't care who the Lambs are playing, they can be playing the Detroit Lions. I'm rooting against them all the time. Me too. <laughs> all right, second game on the billet is the Saints against the Dirty Birds, the Falcons. Guru, who you got this for this game? I like the Saints. I don't think the Falcons are going to probably be that good this year. Um, like I said, if Chris Olave and Michael Thomas can definitely get together and uh, be that tandem, uh, duo tandem with Alvin Kamara back, and that de- defense of the Saints, I don't think the Falcons have a chance. Give me the Saints. All right, King Guru. I got the Saints as well. A lot of defense, uh, defensive star power. Um, I I do like to see Kyle Pitts score a touchdown in this game, though. But I'm still taking Saints. Okay. For me, I got to do the Saints. This team is, unfortunately, because they're in the NFC, they are one of the – I don't want to say they're complete because I still got some gaps that they need to fill, but they are one of the more – complete teams. They've got that defense of Tyron Matthew, Demarius da- Demario Davis, Marshawn Lattimore, Cameron Jordan. you got all those people in the defense. And then on the offense, as Guru said, you got Chris Olave, you got Michael Thomas, you just added Jarvis Landry, you have Jameis Winston, your quarterback, Alvin Kamara running. Like, this team is just like so good with all the players that they have. Like, this team is going to win by a lot. All right. Well, you know, I'm generally not a homer, but as I said, I'm going to root for the Atlanta Falcons because of my homerism for San Diego State and Darren Hall. Um, I have no other reason to pick them. I do believe that the Saints have the better team, 
but I'm rooting for my boy. I'm picking it. I'm picking the Falcons. Okay. Now this next game, this is one, this is one that uh, the GM last year would have hands down picked the Browns, but, uh, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. See website for details. We'll see who he picks this year. GM, who you got against this game? The Browns and the Panthers. I got the Panthers. We're going Baker Mayfield all the way. I want to see him put up 42 points against the Browns. No, I'm just kidding. That might be a little too much. Um, I do want to see him go and absolutely obliterate the Browns, especially since they, they did add Amari Cooper and Jarvis Landry was getting older, but I feel like Amari Cooper just isn't he isn't gonna produce as well. This might be another one of those Odell instances where the Stevens run heavy and Amari Cooper might not get all his targets. And at this point, I don't care if they complain about the quarterback, but this Panthers team is definitely going to win. I don't think they're going to put 42 points. It seems more reasonable to say 20, 16 to 20 points. Well, you know, with um, and I know, I know, Goob doesn't like to mention the name, but um, with the Browns QB one out for 16 games or 11 games or however many games he's out for basically almost the whole season. Who is their who is their second quarterback? Who is their QB two? And if they if they really don't have a QB, what are they going to turn to? Obviously the throwing game, the passing game is out of the question. It's going to be a heavy run game. So because of that, I think we're going I'm personally going to go with the Panthers. How about you, Kangaroo? I'm going Browns. They got a strong run game, good defense. Quarterback plays are – It's. I mean, that's going to be the main issue. But overall, I think they're good. I'm going to go take the Browns. Guru, how about it? I'm definitely going to go with the Browns because I hate to say this, but I think that – Jacoby Brissett can be a game manager until they get back the uh, the Browns quarterback. Um, I like Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is uh, one of my favorite players in the NFL. And um, I think that he will have a monster game up against that defense. And I really think that Miles Garrett will silence uh, – Baker Mayfield in this game. So I'm definitely going with the Browns by a small margin to win that game. Okay. The reason I disagree with you, 
Brian Burns is also a great pass rusher. Plus, the Browns cannot just rely heavily on Kareem Hunt, and they cannot rely on Nick Chubb. They're going to have to throw. And with Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Rashard Higgins as their top three receivers, I'm not sure that those receivers are going to get it done with Jacob. Jacoby Brissett is bad. That's why he hasn't started for any <laughs> I If I was the Browns, I'd start Josh Rosen oh. and Jacoby Brissett. Well, he ain't like, there no more. Josh Rosen was gone. <laughs> and he got cut that fast, huh? I know. He's going to like his – the next team he goes to is number seven. He's oh Brock, the new Brock Osweiler. He went from Cardinals oh to gosh. Dolphins to Niners to Falcons to Dolphins to Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I said earlier, you know, I think that they are going to have to rely on that run. And you can't win just by running the ball. Exactly. You can't win just by running the ball. I Again, I'm going to reiterate, I think the Panthers are going to take that. So let's move to that next game, the 49ers against the Burrs. Who you got, Guru? Uh, 49ers. Uh, definitely uh, Brandon Ayuk and uh, whoever they start at quarterback. Jimmy G is still going to be there. And, you know, I, I still like Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to be uh, a surprise. Hopefully, they. I mean, 49ers are basically a great – they're going to be a great team. But, like I said, they need – they definitely going to need uh, – you know, Trey Lance will bring them over the hump. So, I'm going 49ers. Okay. How about a GM? So, this one I was kind of thinking. Maybe the Bears could pull this off. Maybe the Bears could do this, this, and that. But then I remember the Bears barely have a good receiving core. Their only good running back is Montgomery. They have no offensive line. Their quarterback is Justin Fields. An Ohio quarterback is never the way to go when you're trying to lead your team. <laughs> they, they just lost Cleveland Max to the Chargers, and Roquan Smith wants a trade. Like, this team is torn up. They're in a rebuilding position. The Niners are going to smash the Bears, like, absolutely obliterate them. King Guru, do you agree? Yeah, I agree mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. I got to see Justin Fields play good. Maybe if they have a shot, but... Other than that, I got 49ers. I think it's a clean sweep because I'm going with 49ers also. And I'm I'm going with the 49ers based on history. The 49ers have always played the NFC North teams very well. Okay? Um, and I know this is not the game that we're talking about, but just think back when the 49ers have played the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. The 49ers have always, and Green Bay has been the number one seed in the NFL mm-hmm. on many occasions. Green Bay has been the perennial uh, NFC championship, champion team, and ended up losing to San Francisco. So just simply based on history of San Francisco playing NFC North teams, I'm picking San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. So you got a great right. point. Great point. I think our next game that we're going to be uh, talking about is going to be the Bengals against the aluminum. I mean, the Steelers. <laughs> Almost called them the aluminum foil. 
GM, who you pick for this game? This one's tough because the Steelers just went out and they drafted Kenny Pickett, so they got their quarterback position filled. Oh, man. Um, I think um, it's going to be close. I'm going to have to go with the Bengals. Even though the Steelers did fill the position at quarterback with Pickett, they've got Najee at running back, Claypool, Deontay Johnson. They've got all this talent on this roster. Oh, man. I I don't know. I'd have to see. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals. They're the defending, not, well, yeah, actually, they're defending AFC championships, champion, oh, my God, they're the defending AFC champion team, and they just got the better team overall. I'm going to have to go with the Bengals, but I'm going to say this one is close. How about a King Guru? Uh, I'm going to go Bengals as well. They're going to gonna ride high off of their Super Bowl appearance. I feel like they're going to use that as motivation to win this game. And many more to come, so definitely Bengals. What do you think? Uh, definitely Cincinnati because of Jamar Chase. I, I think he's probably one of the best uh, second-year uh, receivers we'll ever see. And I I like Kenny Pickett, but the Steelers, oh, man. It, I mean, I don't see them. I don't see them winning this game. I definitely have to go with Cincinnati and Allen. Wow. I guess I'm going against the grain here because I actually think the Steelers have a chance of winning this game. Um, one, they are playing the AFC, uh, going up against the AFC uh, champions here, and they have a point to prove. You know, when um, – Ben Roethlisberger was with them. You know, they were the team that everyone talked about. Okay, you got to get past the Steelers. Mm. Well, now the Steelers have a point to prove. And they need to prove that they are still maybe not that team personnel-wise, but they are that team with that iron curtain, okay, Mm. where they – where they break out the terrible towels and and get the team motivated to a win. And I think that that is going to, on top of the fact that Tomlin, Tomlin, you know, (laughs) this may be his last year. And I think that he wants to start it off with a bang. And what better way to start it off by beating the AFC champions? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, our next game. Oh, King Guru, this is right up your alley. The Eagles against the Lions. What do you think? Well, if we lose to the Lions, then everyone needs to be fired. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that I'm, I'm picking my team every time Every time we have this. I'm never going against the Eagles. So you already know my pick. All right, all right. You know, one <laughs> One of the reasons, one of the reasons why we call him the young GM and we say he's been fired by 31 teams is because he's he's one of those perfectionists. And if you listen to the first uh, first season of podcast, he'll tell you he'll fire a player immediately. He expects perfection from him immediately, right out the bat. He might give you one shot, but if you blow it a second time, you're fired. The only players that I give more than one chance are my favorite players. Fred Warner, middle linebacker of the Niners. Tyron Matthews, safety for the Saints. 
and the entire Cardinals team. They get like five different chances because that's my team. Other than that, you get no chances. If on the Lambs, the 49ers, except for Fred Warner, the Sea Chickens, you got one slight mishap and you're gone. Oh my God. It also made me trying to help my team. And that's why I'm firing people. Like, if I was the GM for the Rams for a day, I'd trade the Cardinals, Cooper Cup, and the first round pick. Uh, if I was part of the Sea Chickens, I'd do DK Metcalf and probably a first round pick. I trade all these good players, just ruin the entire of the NFL. Oh, like, <laughs> but GM, we're not talking about fantasy football. We can get we can get to that at another show. We're talking about this game right here, the Eagles against the Lions. Oh, Who's Eagles! Who's your pick? Clean sweep, Eagles. Okay, Guru. Uh, I hate to say it, but the Eagles. <laughs> I think it is a clean sweep. <laughs> it goes all the way. Caden will be, will be sitting right there rooting with you. <laughs> all right. Now, we talked about we talked about one of these teams uh, earlier and how they uh, might eke out three wins. This next game is the Colts against the Texans. Boo, I see you shaking your head. Who you got? Uh, the Colts. The Colts are probably going to be the division champs in this division. I – Jonathan Taylor, I mean, you can't, you can't – there's no way they, they can stop him. So yeah. I'm definitely going with uh, the Colts in that game. Go ahead, Bill, or Jim. Um, I was going to choose the Colts too, obviously, because they just have the better team. You brought up Jonathan Taylor, rushing leader last season. They even – even their receivers, though. The tight end, Molly Cox, he's a really good receiver. You've got Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman – those two are fast. You just said Stephon Gilmore, and you already have DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard. Like, how much better can your team get? You've got one of the better teams in the AFC. Colts are obviously going to win this game. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, I think that they are the best team in that division. Yeah. Kane, how about it? I got Colts. I feel like their defense is kind of underrated, though. They got uh, Kenny Moore. They got Stephon Gilmore, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So yeah, their second their secondary is actually really good on paper. So I'm gonna take them. I agree. I, I think we got another clean sweep there with the Colts, uh, easily handling uh, the Texans there. But here comes another tight game, and I'm kind of torn by this game: the Patriots against the Dolphins. Now, as I look at this game, I see that the Patriots are have been a rebuilding team. Um, and the Dolphins are, they're, they're managing. They're, last year they managed to eke out some wins, get some wins on the board. Um, I'm, I'm kind of torn with this game, but I think I'm going to, for my total disdain of the Patriots while Tom Brady was there, I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Guru, who are you picking? I'm going with the Patriots. Only because I still like Belichick as being a very, very uh, smart mind. Now, we did mention something a, a while back about can't really win games without throwing the football. Remember that game that they played last year? And I remember this because I was in Syracuse, New York, when they played this game. Buffalo lost to the Patriots. 
and the Patriots only threw three passes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, it was like it was, was like negative. It was in minuses. It was so cold that night. That was one of the one of the games that I said I never can't. I will never forget because where I was and plus, Belichick will always. I mean, one. Of, I hate to say it, but you know, I, I'm not even a big fan of the Patriots. He is. He is the greatest. One of the greatest coaches I ever seen, not well, other than John John Madden. <laughs> I, I just want to say I think it's crazy that Art Modell fired him as soon as he was turning around the Browns. Yeah, yeah, but keep keep it in mind though, you have you have an excellent football mind, and things always look good on paper, but when you put some. When you put some human uh, interaction in, involved, get it involved. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody thinks they're gonna win until they get hit in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So, King Guru, who you got for that game? Uh, I feel like it's gonna be a really close game, but I got Patriots. I feel like with Belichick, I mean, they're always gonna be contenders because he's just so like defensive minded and like. He knows he's been there before. He knows like how to coach a team. So I'm gonna take the Patriots. How about a GM? I choose Dolphins. May seem like a, the Dolphins are the underdog here, but think about it. You got Tua. You decided the one of the best left tackles in the league, Teron Armstead. You got Tyreek and Raheem. So those are your good targets. You also got Jalen Waddle coming into his second year. And your defense has Byron Jones and Xavier Howard at corner, and then Jerome Baker at middle linebacker. This team, this Dolphins team, can beat the Patriots. It's just a matter of how they play, the decisions they make, and what decisions they make on the field. Exactly, and I think that's where that's where Tom Brady or not Tom Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady and the Patriots are always going to be linked. Mm-hmm. I think that's where Bill Belichick. Um, his uh, his superiority as a coach um, is going to going to falter. You know, he's not on the field, and it all depends on what those guys do on that field at that time. We're looking at another game here. It's an easy pick for me: the Ravens against the Jets. I'm going Ravens. Hands down, no questions asked. The Jets have been running on flat tires forever. Guru, who are you picking? I definitely go with my hometown, Baltimore Ravens. But I'm going to say this. Jets have uh, have this one kid that I've been looking at. And um, I hate to say this in front of Caden because we do have our fantasy draft later on. Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall is going to be a very, very special running back in this league. But I still like the Ravens to win that because of uh, what they, what Lamar can do. Lamar is going to, you know, he can dazzle him. Even though he doesn't have any wide receivers, I'll still go with the Ravens winning that game. Kate, how about you? 
I'm not even gonna lie. I thought I thought uh, the guru was gonna say Elijah Moore because that's that's who I was thinking about mm-hmm. when we were talking about fantasy. But I got the Ravens in this one. I had uh, I have Mark Andrews on my fantasy team. He was a All Pro tight end. Led the led tight ends in receiving last year. I'm gonna go Ravens. Hold on, I want to ask you a question. Don't you have Lamar too? Oh yeah, I do have Lamar. Too. Yeah, he, I have I have both of them. We're both in the same fantasy league, and um, the thing about it is that you know, and between me and him, we don't do we don't uh, do any collaboration or anything like that. Only because we're you know, you know, where I'm the I'm the commissioner. He's actually the co-commissioner. But the thing about it is that with him is that, you know, I gave him the opportunity to play in this league, and he's done really good. But the thing is that we don't collaborate on anything. So, I you know, I try to explain to him how to play the game, and and he did pretty good his first year. First year he came in second. I came in third. Sounds like the sounds like the students teaching the teacher. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. GM, who you got for this? I kind of just want to be funny. I'm going to choose the Jets. I know that this may seem like whoa, why are you choosing the Jets? This and that. The Jets can beat the Ravens. Now this may this is a stretch, but the Jets have good receivers. They have Zach Wilson, who's coming into his second year. They just drafted. Ahmed Gardner, that's a good corner. You've got basically you've got to contain Lamar Jackson in the pocket. Stop him from scrambling. That's your first thing. Lock down Mark Andrews, and then you're good. His receivers, he he's played with them, but the receivers he's playing with now, he may not be used to because he used to have Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews that he targeted. Yeah. Marquise Vaughn, that was a key piece. Lock down Andrews. Contain Jackson, get your offense down the field, and the Jets can win this game. Now, the Jets are obviously probably going to get destroyed, but if the Jets somehow win, I'll be pretty happy. It'll be nice to see. I bet you will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, now, Caden, I got to tell you a little bit story, a little backstory about this next team. Yeah. The GM has this love-hate relationship with Trevor Lawrence. So every time we see Trevor Lawrence, he he is all over Trevor like he is all over Ohio State. This next game, we're going to start it off with the GM. It's, again, the Jaguars against the Commanders. Jim, who are you picking for this game? All right, this is close, but... I'm going to go with the commanders of the sole fact that they just picked up Carson Wentz. He's obviously not, but he had, let's not forget, even though it was only one time, he had an MVP caliber season in, um, where did he play again? Oh, Philly. Might I add that team he played on won the Super Bowl? I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. When did they have <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they've got Scary Terry, they've got Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, they've got the Washington Commanders, also another team that could take down the superior team, but I have the Commanders coming out on top on this one. Okay. Uh, 
Caden, how about you? Despite all my venom, the Commanders and their failed rebrand, Daniel Schneider, their their terrible Sean Taylor uh, jersey retirement, I'm going to actually pick them. I'm picking the Commanders. Wow. Okay. Guru. I am going with... I don't know why. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> you going with Jacksonville because you got a big sticker on your wall back there. <laughs> I know. I you know, I only reason I'm going with them is because uh I like I wanna see what Travis ATM has. Because I, I've I've actually uh waited a whole year for him to come back. So I'm gonna go jeez. Oh, Can't get no worse. So. You know what? You know what? You know what? Travis ATM has. He has the deficit. He has a deficit of ability. I'm taking. I'm taking the Commanders here against the Jaguars. Hands down. I think that um, Trevor Lawrence might actually have a decent game, but I think they're not going to have. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to have a game that they that they need. To beat the Commanders, I think that um, I think that um, yeah, I think Jaguars are going down. Commanders on top. This was there are two bad teams, so it's just so hard to choose. Well, I can't root for a team that has Daniel Snyder as their owner, not at all. I just can't. Me neither. But you know what, guys? We are not quite through yet, but we are up against it. Our uh, producers are telling us we got to pay some bills right now. So we'll be right back with the young GM and our simulcast with the Guru of Sports and Caden Guru. We'll be right back in 30 seconds. All right. We'll come back to the young GM. GM, we know that... Uh, you can be seen, contacted, and questioned on Instagram at uh, younggm on Instagram.com. But this podcast can be heard on Anchor as well as Spotify. But, you know, we would be remiss if we didn't ask the guru, guru, where can talking guru talking sports be heard? It can be heard on different platforms such as iTunes, we are on the iHeartRadio, we're on Spreaker, Spreaker is the main vessel that we come out of, and we also are, you know, basically we can be found on Instagram at Guru Talking Sports underscore podcast, and, you know, people can find me at Goat39 on Twitter. And they can find me also at MacGTS underscore BB39. And that's the uh, Guru Talking Sports official handle for Twitter. Excellent, excellent. Now, guys, as we roll into these last few games, um, we've got some divisional games coming up here. And we always know that these division games are pretty tight. But the first game we got on the, on on tap 
as we wrap this up are the Giants against the Titans. Kanguru, who are you picking for this game? Uh, well, I think J- Daniel Jones sucks, so I'm taking <laughs> And I'm glad I'm glad that oh, he's the Giants uh, <laughs> Giants quarterback because that's like two wins for the Eagles usually. Yeah. All right. Well, obviously, uh, Kanguru is going with. I definitely gotta go with the Titans. Oh, I mean, even though they lose AJ Brown. They still got, you know, Derrick Henry. <laughs> uh, Tannehill is going to be okay, even though, uh, you know, he lost his main target. Um, Giants, I don't see, uh, eh, I don't see too much from them. I'll, I'll go with Tennessee. I'll go with Tennessee as well. All right, looks like it's going to be a clean sweep for Tennessee. You know, as a matter of fact, one of my uh, – one of my daughters just moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee. How many? I wonder how many games she's gonna uh, try to cart her her significant other to. Who he just happens to be a a sea chicken fan, but um, they're, living in, they're living in Tennessee now, so maybe they'll switch over and become Titans fans. Okay, <laughs> GM, this is your game here, Cardinals. All the way. The Cardinals versus the Chiefs. Cardinals. Obviously, the GM Cardinals. has spoken has spoken his piece. Tyreek Hill is gone. Travis Kelsey's garbage. Miko Hartman's trash. Demarcus Robinson not going to do anything. Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, decent. Uh, Travis Kelsey's actually not trash. He's decent. Patrick Mahomes is decent. Miko Hartman, and eh, he'll be fine. Demarcus Pringle's gonna eat up like a chip. And Tyron Matthews gone. This team is only good player is Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Tyron Matthews gone. Trash secondary already. They've got no corners. They've got the only safety that I know on that team is Daniel Sorensen, and that's kind of sad. Kangaroo, uh, how about you? Um, let me go Cardinals. You're going Cardinals, okay? Guru. Uh, I still think Kansas City is dangerous. I'm definitely gonna go with. I'm I'm gonna go against the grain and go with Kansas City in this one. You're actually not going against the grain, um, despite the fact despite the fact that I love the young GM with all my heart. I think that uh, Kansas City is going to be able to eat this one out. Um, I I know I know that Kyler Murray is his man. And I know that the, the Chiefs had made some some very very questionable choices this uh, this off season, this last off season. But I think this is going to be one of those games where because it's early in the season, it's early in the season, and several of the teams still haven't begun to gel. Um, I think that the Chiefs are going to be able to eat this one out. Because of uh, because of history, because of just the, the chemistry that the players that are left there have with one another, and Patrick Mahomes, despite the fact that the the young GM says he's decent, I think that he's 
a little more decent. He's one of those quarterbacks that need to be watched out. This is why you're an Ohio State fan. We cannot get along on anything. <laughs> we got Buda Baker. We got Isaiah Simmons. We got Byron Murphy. We got JJ Watt. We got Zach Allen. We got Kyler Murray, Marquise Brown. We've got Trey McBride, Zach Ertz. I'm pretty sure he left. Our team is stacked. We've got this. Tyree Kill and Tyron Matthew are both gone. They've got Demarcus Pringle. He's a chip. They've got Miko Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. Miko Hardman is probably the only one that's going to produce alongside Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes, he's better than decent. I do agree. He's a good quarterback. He made the Super Bowl. But that defense, I don't know if they have any good pieces on the defense, and that's what's going to hurt them. Mm -hmm. All right, Guru, how about you? I did. I picked Kansas City. Caden. Um, go Kansas City. <clears throat> oh, I can't bet. I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. He's on. He's on pace for. He's a, he's already a Hall of Famer, and he's what twenty six already. That's that's just crazy. Like I can't. Fourth or fifth year. Yes, and he's already he's already lined up for it. And I, I believe he's going to be a first ballot uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah, I do too. Definitely. He has he has everything on his resume. He has a he has a important season. He has a twenty eighteen season was his best season by far. He has a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, a regular season MVP. He has he has everything right now. And didn't he win uh, offensive rookie of the year that year that he played? No, he sat out his first season. In 2017, yeah. uh, behind Alex Smith. Alex Smith. But 2018 was his first like coming out season, and he he won MVP that year. All right. Yeah, that's when he threw 50 touchdowns, right? <clears throat> yeah. I think yeah. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes are all going to be Hall of Famers. They all have the talent to make a Super Bowl. They, except for. Josh Allen, they all have won MVPs, and I'm pretty sure they can all do it. All right. Well, our next game is definitely going to be a divisional game, and it's going to be one of those divisional games that could decide who's going to go to the playoffs depending on what the other divisional teams do. Now, we just talked about Kansas City. We're our, we are talking about the AFC West teams here. The Raiders against the Chargers. Now, because they are in my division, I think they're both a bunch of bums. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that Derek Carr, I think that Derek Carr had his best years come and go. I think that he's still shell-shocked from when Von Miller put him out of commission. And uh, tore, tore him up that year. I think that despite the fact that they got Devontae Adams uh, from the Green Bay Packers. Cheese trash. <laughs> Cheeseheads. I think despite that fact that they think that the harmony and the, the cohesiveness that they had when they played in college together is going to be back there. Well, guess what? So, we haven't heard very much about them unless they're just, you know, doing things undercover. Okay? 
but I don't think it's I don't think it's there. It's obvious what they're doing. They're searching for Devontae Adams' car that Derek Carr said he'd buy. Yeah, I, I guess. So you're neutral and you say that you're going to tie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's too early in the season to say that. I actually, if I had to pick, and obviously you're forcing me right now, I would, I would actually have to pick the Chargers. The LA team. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, I never even thought about that. Strike me down now, please. <laughs> I do believe that um, I do believe that Humphreys has uh, a little more in the tank than Carr does, and I think the Chargers will will get by this game. How about you, Caden? What do you think? Um, well, I think the Chargers' offense is revitalized. I feel like they didn't use they didn't utilize Herbert. Herbert, I'm sorry, I said Humphreys. I don't think they utilized him as much as last last year. I feel like they're going to do that this year. So I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm, I'm really excited for what Justin Herbert has this season. How about you, Guru? I am so glad I got to pick this game. Only because I am looking forward for the silver and black to be coming back. I am going with by Las Vegas Raiders to win this game. Caden, Caden Guru, come on back up on screen because I got to ask you a question before I go to the young GM. Caden, as you look at the screen, as you look at the screen, what is that big old sticker that he has on his wall or on that on the on the case there? Uh, it looks like an expansion Jaguars team. It looks like a Jaguars team. He's Rudy. He says, my Las Vegas Raiders, yet there's nothing in that room. There's nothing in that room that, that even emanates that he's a Raider fan. Is Guru a bandwagoner? I think he might be. Now, here, I want to show you this. I want to pull. All right, if you see. Oh, they got all his teams got the Patriots there. The the Patriots, locker. I just. The I just well, this is my locker. Raiders, this is my locker that I just had, but, you know. Raiders he's got, two, he's got two AFC AFC West teams on that locker. That's disgraceful. That is, is absolutely disgraceful. The Raiders. He has the Chargers. The Raiders will have the entire league up there. I just like I like I like football. I like football. I like baseball. I like all of them. You know what? We all like fo- we all like football, and we all like baseball and other sports. But we all have our team. You know what happened? He got signed to a one-year contract by all those teams. For the <laughs> <at least. laughs> and now the now the Jacks have brought him in. For oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You guys are something. All right. No, 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 Kate, Kate. This is what this is what struck me. Okay, now he did a he did a pan out shot of that locker side, and all those other teams that he roots for are on the bottom. <laughs> He's still got the Jaguars at the top. Yeah, that's true. I had a little side refrigerator up here, and I had had all the football teams on, but guess whose team was at the very top? The Cardinals? Broncos. (laughs) The Broncos. The Broncos. (laughs) Jim, who are you picking for this game? The Raiders. I think that this team is going to ball out against the Chargers. They've got Devontae Adams. They've got Darren Waller. 
and they have Josh Jacobs. They can run and they can throw. They've got a good offensive line and their defense just added Chandler Jones and then I don't care who else they have. They have Harry Harry man, he's a he's a pro bowler last year. Max Crosby Max Crosby is a force to be reckoned with. He forced the most pressures last season, so definitely something to look for. Yeah. (laughs) I saw, I I thought I just saw some, like, toilet paper or something flashing across the screen, but at the bottom it says something about commitment to excrement, I mean, excellence. (laughs) Pretty sure that was a Raiders banner. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Raiders well, let's, let's quickly move on from the Los Angeles Traders or the Las Vegas Traders oh and get to that next game. This is another big divisional game that's going on between the Green Bay Packers Cheeseheads, and the Minnesota Vikings. Guru, I'm, uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you catch your breath before you before you tell me. I, I don't know if I saw any of these teams on your locker there. Nah. I, I sure didn't see no Ohio on there. Nah, nah. No. But uh, who are you picking for this game? Uh, I, I like Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, but I want to say this. I, I also like Jefferson, but I can't go against Aaron Rodgers. And he also said that if you uh, don't catch the ball, you're not going to be out there. So we gotta remember, he's he's Aaron Rodgers, and he's gonna be doing what he he usually does. <laughs> so I'm going with Green Bay in that one. Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers only said that because they were foolish enough to get rid of Devontae Adams. That was his choice. The Packers yeah. offered him way more money than the Raiders did. Well, you're right. You're right that Devontae Adams actually did decide to go there. However. Um, all of Aaron Rodgers' drama. All of Aaron Rodgers' drama and the fact that Aaron Rodgers, he says it's not about the money. It was all about the money. It is. It is. <clears throat> Kane, who are you picking, Packers or Vikings? Uh, I feel like Kirk Cousins is actually really underrated. His stats are like – his stats make people from like 20 years later going to be like, why, why aren't they – about this guy is like a top ten quarterback in the league, but I, I can't, I can't uh, bet against Aaron Rodgers. I got the Packers in this one. All right, GM. I got the Vikings in this one. The Packers are getting new rookie receivers. They might have to rely, rely a little bit on Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Their defense just lost Zedarius Smith to the Vikings, so he's going to be pressuring Rodgers. And then we're going to see Justin Jefferson hitting the gritty. <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna ditto what you said there, and also tie in what, um, oh, what Caden said about about Cousins being underrated. I think you know all these elite quarterbacks minus. Um, Minus Mahomes, because Mahomes was a, a phenom when he first came in. But all these other elite quarterbacks, they actually were in the league for quite a while before they actually became the superstar that they are. And I do believe that Kirk Cousins is a little bit underrated. 
Um, I do think that Aaron Rodgers is a little frustrated um, with all the changes that were made, the fact that he doesn't have any receivers, and I think he's going to have a hard time connecting until maybe week four, five of of the uh, regular season. So for this game, I'm too going to pick the Vikings. Aaron Rodgers should just copy down what Russell Wilson is doing. All right, our next game. Oh, Guru, here's one of your buddies. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Dallas Cowgirls. Oh, Who you got for this? Tampa Bay. <laughs> I like Tom Brady. I mean, uh, Brady, you can't go against Brady. They, Dallas has just lost too much. And uh, like I said, they still had that clown, Jerry Jones, running the, uh, the show there. Yeah, I, Tom Brady, definitely. Tom Brady and the Bucks, huh? Yeah. GM, who are you picking? I wanted to go Cowgirls until I realized how much bad they've done this offseason. And D, like, just ruined their team by making all these bad trades. So I'm going to choose the Buccaneers, even though I don't want to. <laughs> Caden, how about you? Um. Well, why not? Well, the NFL said, why not put the most overrated franchise in NFL history with the most overrated player in NFL history? <laughs> and and then you got this game. I mean, this was – I'm pretty sure this was the opener for – I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't like Tom Brady. I don't like the Cowboys. But I guess I got to go with one. I'm going to take the Bucks. <laughs> I think everybody is uh, – we're going to have a clean sweep there and it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they think that the Buccaneers are going to win. We just believe that um, the, cow, the Cowgirls are just going to lose so badly. Um, Tom Brady is an absolute phenom as a quarterback. I think that, you know, we talked about Hall of Famers. By far, without a question – even I would root for Tom Brady, only to go to the Super, or only to go to the Hall of Fame. Other than that, any team that he's on, minus, instantly becomes overrated. Yeah, instantly becomes overrated. Yeah, but in this instance, I think that they uh, they will rise over the Cowgirls. Okay, and the last game, our Monday night game. Hits the almighty Denver Broncos <laughs> against the lowly Sea Chickens. Obviously, you know by looking around. He's going for the Seahawks. <laughs> who I'm rooting for. Um, Caden, how about you? Um, Broncos. I feel like if they win this game, they've won the trade, which kind of they already won the trade. I'm going to just say Broncos. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but you, you added a word there that absolutely should not have been in there. You said, if they win this game. Not when they win. It's if. You said, no, no, it's if. No. There, ha- there have been upsets. The Lions beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Lions. We're not talking about. I'm saying that's we're not talking a, that's about. 
the air. I mean, well, it, it, it is the game of football. That's an upset that has happened. That is true. It is the game of football. There, anything can. And I mean, seventeen and 17 and zero Patriots Super Bowl. I mean, Eli Manning helmet catch. It, anything can happen on a Sunday or or a Monday night. You know. Yes. Any any given day. Any given day. So, since you were since you um, are so vocal about anything can happen, Caden, you picking Broncos or the Seahawks? I'm picking the Broncos, but like, right, right, <laughs> Guru, Guru, what you what you got going on there? I I definitely I definitely see the Broncos winning this game. I I don't I don't really have any faith in Drew Locke. <laughs> at all. So I definitely got to go with the Broncos winning that game. Jim, I think uh, this is our last game and you get the last word. Broncos. Unless Drew Locke goes out there and throws five touchdowns to Noah Fine, DK Metcalf, there's no way that they win. <laughs> well, I said you get the last word, but that ain't happening. There is no way <laughs> That Drew Locke is throwing five touchdowns to anybody. And if he does, then I guess the Broncos will be trading for him again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gentlemen, it has been an absolute <laughs> pleasure doing this simulcast with you tonight. King Guru, once again, I thank you. I appreciate you uh, joining us on this simulcast. Guru. It's all about you. It's all about you. It Um, it is great to be a part of a crossover event, coast to coast. And, you know, it's about like 1.30 over here. And I just want to say that, you know, you guys, I appreciate you guys. And um, you guys got to take it easy. I know Caden's got to go. You have to work tomorrow, don't you? Yeah, I got to work at 12 tomorrow. Yeah, I work at 12. Okay, so we're both going to be uh, getting ready to go and definitely uh, hit the bricks. Hit the bricks and get ready for uh, tomorrow. So I'm going to be signing off right now with you guys. And um, thank you. Thank you both. Um, you got anything else to add before you split? Before we split? No, I was just going to give the GM uh, the actual last word. Thank our producer, and um, thank you guys again. And let me know that the Guru Talking Sports is on Spreaker. He's on iTunes. He's on Amazon. He's everywhere. You can find him. Just type in the Guru Talking Sports Podcast, and you should be able to find him. And I wanted to say that you guys are great, great, great format. And I want you guys to know that if you guys are looking for a great format and great uh, podcast show, find the Young GM on Spotify. Is that right? Spotify, right? He's on Spotify or Anchor. And Anchor. Contact us at Instagram.com. At the young GM on Instagram.com. Jim, you got the last words. 
and then we're going to sign out. I just want to thank everybody for being here. Thank you guys for letting us be on your show. This was very fun to do. I very much enjoyed this. Thank our editors, our producers. Um, thank my partner here. And then everyone that views this, have a great day. All right, guys. All right. We are out. Out. Before I close, I want to say one thing, that this was a really, really good and fun and educational crossover event. The Young GM podcast is probably one of the best and unique going outgoing. I mean, it was just something else. I mean, I it is just two words that I just can't explain. It was just so fun to do that with my cousin Curtis and his grandson, Jared. And I just want to say thank you both. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that I'll be back. We will be back with episode 131, and that'll kick off the NFL season. And we will have a special guest on our podcast that will be taking on the guru of sports. I want to say thank you to the crew, Caden Guru, Ray Guru, Dante Guru. the kickoff of the NFL season. You guys, take care of yourself. The Guru will see you real soon. Later.